Foster Hubbard, and for Halloween, I am a professional broadcaster. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Gene, for I that did, introduction. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't recognize, I didn't recognize your costume. Gene. I see so few professional broadcasters. Why don't you give us, and the audience, your account of my grand professional broadcaster costume? Uh, I, frankly, I'm going to, I'm going to be perfectly honest here. It looks exactly like the stuff you normally wear. So I don't have a well-coiffed pompadour. Is it, is it coiffed? Well-coiffed pompadour. I kind of like coiffed. Well-coiffed coif, pompadour. Coif sounds grody, though. <laughs> yeah. Coif really is getting... Yeah. Like, Can we agree that I have... Yes, you are. You a are. A suit with wide coif. shoulders, as in the manner of a local newscaster, hmm. circa late 80s, I early think that 90s. Would be, I think that would be an accurate depiction of you. That's what I'm saying. You don't look any different. Honestly, when I think of like professional broadcasters, I think of the Ramones cover of Tom Waits' I Don't Want to Grow Up, the music video, which is animated, and there is an animated version of a professional broadcaster. I think of Gary Owen. And Oh, yeah, Gary Owen is good. So you got to have your hand cupped uh, by your ear, which no one can see because this is audio. Mm-hmm. I am doing that now. Is Gary Owen dead? I don't think so. We'll find That's, out. Look at that. That's already, well, already While Gene, our ombudsman. Ombudsman? Uh, ombudsman. Let's bring in our guests. Yeah, let's do that. Already. <clears throat> Shall we do this uh, by ladies first or alphabetical order? Absolutely ladies first. <laughs> okay. Wait, but if it's alphabetical. Okay. Wait, alphabetical last name or first name? Because yeah. if it's ladies first and alphabetical first name. Then it's stupid. Then, yeah. Our first guest is Carrie Kruger. Hi. Carrie Kruger is a musician, visual artist, and has a very interesting profession that encompasses visual art. Yep. Originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Good job. Came to Los Angeles by way of Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Carrie, how did you end up in this room tonight? Flashback two years ago. The Troubadour, well-known club on the Sunset Strip. What happened that night? Brody was my very first friend in Los Angeles. I had moved to Los Angeles actually around exactly this time. It was late October, two she years ago. came off the bus just like W. Axel Rose in Appetite for Destruction. Uh, or Sorry, Welcome to the Jungle. That's why I was just going to say this is mm. a very much... Did you say, you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby! That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. That's how I introduced myself in line. That's a pretty good... I did a pretty good Brody Hubbard impression, too. <laughs> I, I, I will be the first to admit. The arm movements, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in line for Andrew Jackson Jihad. Uh, we've played them on the show here before. Uh, band from Phoenix, Arizona that I kind of came up with 
in the open mic scene of Phoenix, and then they've shot to great Asian Man Records heights. And yeah. Ah, it's still one of my favorite bands. And you're still one of my favorite Los Angelines. Thank you. Yeah. Los Angelinos. Oh. That mm-hmm. sounds like your number Los one Angel. favorite mm-hmm. Los Angelino. See. Our <laughs> other guest, Ed Ackerman. Hi. Renowned actor. Mm. You may know him from <laughs> such films as Hatchet uh-huh. 2. Two. Hatchet 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, such films as Freeze. Frozen. Frozen. It's close. I, it was, I, it was, it was a for, for, you're like for a renowned like, actor, <laughs> being a professional broadcaster like yourself, you are nailing it tonight. I, I think of it as the this chairlift movie. Yeah, Excuse Frozen. The, the, the Chiron, uh-huh. the, the Chiron is is is, is malfunctioning. <laughs> yes. Um, you may also know him as one of the Visigoths from the Capital One commercials. There it is. You see his face on commercials and print and internet media. Yeah. You've also just recently <laughs> were on the new hit CBS action mob series Vegas. Yes. With yeah. any any I'm gonna have to step in here. Yes. I haven't seen it yet, but I am diametrically opposed to any show named Vegas that doesn't have a dollar sign in the S. Yeah, it's really they should have just bought the rights to the old rubber yurt thing with <laughs> the dollar sign in the S. They were being different. It's, yeah, it's a show. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an at sign for the A in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> but it's in the 60s. There were no at signs. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes, there were. There, yeah. Just there the were typewriters. There were typewriters. Right. And it was like, we want to order a gross of pencils at 15 mm-hmm. cents a gross. <laughs> it must have been really difficult to tweet on those typewriters. Yeah. Well, no, you just use the Mimeo and post it above the water cooler. Yeah, there you go. Mimeo. I'm visualizing that. Right <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Ed, you're also a Midwesterner by heart. Which, I am. By trade. From by, by trade. <laughs> by birth? By birthright. Yes. Cleveland, yeah. Ohio? Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, outside a small rural township called Columbia Station, Ohio. Yeah. Came through LA and uh, came up to the Acme Comedy Theater. Mm-hmm. Yep. I started, uh, I started with Acme Comedy and uh, took classes there and uh, worked my uh, way up the ranks and... Uh, Started uh, being a main, st- main stage member after doing the Bravo Company for a year, and uh, ended up directing and writing and performing in shows there on a weekly basis. We were doing something similar to like SNL, where we wrote new material. But, every but week. funny, right? Exactly. <laughs> they, they had endings to the sketches. Um, <laughs> you, you tried. You tried to test something a little different. Yeah, something yeah. Different. We had our little celebrity guest stars and stuff. It was sure. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. We had some cool people in there, and uh, yeah, that's so yeah. Very cool. Went alumni from that and uh, just doing the acting thing. Now, how did you end up in this room tonight sitting by this lady? Well, Carrie and I are uh, are engaged. We got a, a fianced. Fianced. It's a little <laughs> we, uh We got engaged in July and uh, we met... Uh, Mazel tov. Thank you. Thank you. We met uh, last July. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, actually, no, last June. It was over a year. And uh, we met right after... In af- August. No, it was June, June July, August. Maybe you should, oh, check, maybe you should check your dream it's, book. Yeah. Go home and check my diary. Dear diary, I met a girl tonight. Her name is Carolyn Kruger. No, we uh, we met at a mutual friend's barbecue, and uh, it turns out we were wearing the same exact uh, T-shirt. Yeah. And in uh, a very weird T-shirt uh, to have the same exact one. With the raptor, correct? Uh, T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. I, I assumed that I apologize you, were wearing to the, you, you were wearing the same exact t- T-shirt, literally. 
Like yeah. somehow you managed to yes. get well. I mean, hers was like a medium, and mine was like a two XL. So, <laughs> but it was the same. It was the same printing and, and graphics and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I chased her for about a month on, on Facebook. I stalked her. Now, having seen some of your movies, that might be a little frightening. Yeah, but I thought she was she would be okay with that. I, she only called the cops twice, so that's yeah. not bad. Um, as long as the restraining order doesn't stick. <laughs> right, no. That's really She's got weird. a really big heart, and it's hard to ignore. Oh. Well, but that's congenital. Yeah, and that's me stalking you. So. <laughs> now, also, your connection uh, at that party was, uh, there's a connection to one of our previous guests, um, Emmett Casey, who shot uh, myself uh, and Adam Brooks uh-huh. in the critically acclaimed Well of the Beast. <laughs> I uh, did see that. Yeah, you guys kind of met each other through friends of... Through Adam, Adam right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Carrie was at my New Year's party. Adam was at my New Year's party. They became friends. Adam was already friends with your friend. Andrew. Andrew. Mm-hmm. Who is, was the new roommate to my buddy Colton, who I was in Hatchet 2 with, Colton Dunn. Right. And so Colton actually, I, I, weirdly enough, uh, we didn't know it when we met on set to do Hatchet 2, but he literally lived the next street over from me in right. West Hollywood. Right. So, you know, once we became buddies on Hatchet 2, we, we, we hung out. We still hang out to this yeah. day. Um, and, and that's where I met Carrie yeah. at, at one of his barbecues. He was having a bar. I'm sorry. I'm slamming on the table. It's okay. You can hear that. Can't you? That's okay. And the landlord to that building, West Hollywood, Gary Owens. And he's alive. He's alive. He, he, so he brought it full circle. It just all tied in. <laughs> right. Wow. This show should be about everything happening for a reason. Can we turn it into we're, that? We're like, we're like, we are kind of like the lost of life. Really, it's, super, it's a little super Really quickly, I just want to put a disclaimer. The landlord may not have been, in fact, Gary Owens. Oh, oh dude. It See. might have been Gary U.S. Bonds. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You, wait, you ruined let's, it. Let's, you ruined let's, it. Let's go back. And and the landlord hanging from his door was a bloody hook. <laughs> Spooky, right? See how we just turned this back into being a Halloween theme <laughs> podcast? Right. It was. Oh. It is. It will be. Can I just do ghost sound effects? <laughs> no, don't take my beer. Don't. Okay, take my beer. That, that's the most frightening okay. sound of all. <laughs> my fiance just took my beer. Anyhow. At least she lets you drink. Well, really? Megan doesn't let you drink? <laughs> no. Where is she? Is we're she both, here? We're, she, she is. She's always in the walls. Yeah? Yeah, she does. She listening. Always in the walls. Yeah, always listening. <laughs> she's not listening. She's watching a closed caption. <laughs> a water glass. She has a, yeah. she has a water uh-huh. glass up against the... Uh, as, as we have covered and may cover in the future, I'm kind of on, on a fitness craze of my own right now and part of that has included abstaining from alcohol for two months i'm so sorry hey no that's power give me only uh like another week yeah and i'll be joining you I, i'm gonna give you a wine cooler and your shirt's coming off dude nice <laughs> that's how that happens that's, that's right that's you, don't drink, on it. you don't drink for so long you have like a wine cooler and all of a sudden yeah. you're standing on the tables <laughs> naked going Woo! The, the, the best thing to do is actually go go to high altitude and drink Oh yeah. yeah, go to high altitude and drink, and you're you're a complete cheap date. But then I spent I spent a season working at ten thousand feet, and then came back to L.A. for a friend's bachelor party, and you were Superman. You cannot. Get drunk. <laughs> you 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 have really? such a high tolerance for alcohol. You know, you're, it's a really you're, good you're like an Olympic athlete. Zone, by the mm. way. What? Season at ten thousand feet. Yes, it is. Great, great. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> cheap date, right? Cheap date. No, that was William Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah. William Shatner was my landlord. <laughs> really? Ties it together again. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be real. I was thinking Jack Nicholson from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh right. Which they also remade. John Lithgow was in the remake of the William Shatner. Yes, I was actually just thinking about that uh, on the way in. The, yeah. The Twilight Zone, the movie. 
That so was, was Albert, Albert Brooks and Dan Aykroyd. That, yeah. yeah. If we could talk about that really briefly. Do you remember... Uh, <laughs> you, you seriously, you lost me like five minutes ago. I'm, I'm actually running on Oktoberfest, but no, I'm, I'm joking. Well, all, all I know is that all I know is that describing the relationship web of of people is like me trying to explain who is who on Boardwalk Empire to my wife. Mm-hmm. I spend, I literally spend Boardwalk Empire. Wait, wait, no, I'm spend, laughing because I did that with her. <laughs> like how, how long is how long yeah. is an episode? Yeah. Episode of Boardwalk Empire. It's on HBS. So it's like 50 minutes. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. So they sometimes push uh, it to 55. Yeah, on 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 TiVo. I can't push it to 55. Yeah, you can't try 55. Right. Um, you and Sammy Hager. Mm. Oh, that that pains my soul, Brody. 55 minutes. Let's just call it for the sake of argument. It takes us an hour and a half, easy. <laughs> Because who's that? Who I'm like, oh, uh, uh, spoiler! You, have, you guys watch Boardwalk? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so spoiler alert for people who don't watch it. Um, Can we handle that? The, I, I, yeah. Well, where where are you? Where are you? Oh, I'm caught up. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. No, I'm just saying the the. Uh, yeah, oh, you're not. These two no. are not. Yeah. I don't care. Well, okay. So, so yeah, well, somebody, somebody gets shot at by Bugsy Siegel by Benny Siegel, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, Benny Siegel did that, and and my wife is like. What? Pause. <laughs> Who's that? Okay, Arnold Rothstein. Arnold the Brain Rothstein. Which one's he? The pale guy. Uh-huh. Plays pool all the time. He's a gambler. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Who's he again? Okay. And, and, and so, fifty-five minutes turns into an hour and a half, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So that was that was like, I didn't know these people, and now I kind of don't still know these people. <laughs> so. Ed, do you find yourself being the person who strangers walk up to and, and shaking their fingers at you? I know you. I know you. I know you. Um, yeah, sometimes. I've I, seen I mean, it several times. Yeah. But you, like, to be honest, you do have that kind of face, too. I think I know you, and I, I know I haven't seen yeah, you. Yeah, I've been told that. I don't know. I yeah, sometimes It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Maybe I mess with people a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm like, ah, family reunion? Yeah. They're like, yeah! cousin i don't yeah. know that's never I, I always wanted them to buy me a beer afterwards um no yeah. but it happened to acme too so he's been on the capital so, yeah. one commercials for four years though yeah they play those a lot yeah my I face mean, has been out there you've walked the red carpet as a physical oh uh, at the espies yeah that was awesome <laughs> yeah that was awesome yeah i got interviewed with uh, jenny finch the softball player there and uh mom extraordinary she's in those uh, commercials like what is it is it huggies or i, I don't know <laughs> we can't plug products uh it's probably like not even having to do with diapers, um, but she she's pushing around a stroller. She's being a mom, and uh, she's an awesome athlete. And uh, yeah, it was fun. Got to meet Trent Richardson from the Cleveland Browns. Big, <laughs> big big Browns fan, and yeah, the number one rookie pick. So that was fun. Yes. Yeah. And so muscly. Uh, that guy was ripped. <laughs> Seriously, I was just like, oh my gosh. Just checking him out in his three piece suit. Handsome man. But ripped. <laughs> Apparently, very handsome. Yes. Man. Yeah. Well, it's, that's the thing is is back. We, we were talking before we started recording. I, I haven't paid. I, I honestly do not pay attention to sports that I'm not actively playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look at the box scores on baseball because my grandpa and I used to, you know, watch games together. But if I'm not at a game or actually playing a game, honestly, I could really care less about um, care less about the sports. But we did do a lot of stuff in high school. Like my, my buddy was like a huge Cowboys fan and a huge football fan in general. So he would like, you know, talk my ear off about football and things like that. But we would go to things like where they would have, you know, the athletes there, promotional deals. 
And I just remember them as big slabs of meat, not like, you know, they're a chiseled marble statues. They're a you know? gen- just a different genetic yeah. strand of human. Like, if you, <laughs> unless you, like, when you meet, like, a professional football player, like, right. up close, it's, I don't know. And, and it has nothing to do, I, I love my fiance. I'm not into it because I think that's attractive, but I'm just blown away by their work. muscle structure right. and like wondering where the hell I went wrong in life. Cause I played right. football. I, I was, yeah. I played high school football and I got up to 320 pounds. I just lost like, how much did I lose? Like 65 pounds. About 65 or 70. Yeah. I've, and I've kept it off, which has been cool. But like, I, you know, I got to get into a weight room. That's, we were talking about this yeah. earlier, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I got to lift weights again and I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm pretty strong. <laughs> But not like these guys. But that's what I'm saying is is back, you know, whenever that was 85 or 7 when I was hanging out and doing that stuff. The uh, I, I would look at those guys and they were big and strong. But I but I would think, oh, yeah, you know, I would like I'll take two, you know, back to back classes of weight training mm-hmm. and, and do that. And I could I, that was an attainable goal. Right. Like I, you know, I probably weigh I weigh 330 right now mm-hmm. um, and it's all fat at this point. But. I get into a weight room. I, I I feel like I could be you know like a like a Dick Butkus or something. Right. You know? It's like that was there were just slabs of meat. There weren't like these like you know predators from the you know, I I've like had plasma cannons on their yeah, shoulders. No. Or and, like, and you want to know something completely odd? I've met Dick Butkus. He is still a monster. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like he's old, yeah, but yeah. he is like his. I shook his hand. And it was like shaking hands with a ribeye steak. <laughs> I mean, it engulfed my hand. I, yeah, I, I have an average hand, you know, but I mean, I, oh, it was I, have tiny, I have Tiny China Doll. <laughs> for, was that David Dina. Bowie song about you? Yes, Tiny China Doll Hands. Yes, it was originally. That was a Bowie song. It was original. That was originally. They changed it. They changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Name got changed somewhere in there. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that mm-hmm. change. Now, uh, you, we mentioned you being at Hollywood events. Carrie, while I do want to cover your music in a little bit, um, on the visual arts aspect, you were recently part of a kind of an interesting Hollywood event, especially for people who listen to our show. I think we're all fans of the show Breaking Bad. What was your involvement in that? I made a meth lab. And tell, us about, <laughs> tell us about constructing a meth lab. In the kitchen. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it, was, it was for a gallery, 1988, and they had all artwork that was inspired by Breaking Bad and it was really amazing. I took Ed there. He was pretty blown away. It was, it was some good It was art. awesome. But um, I worked for a company called Pretty and Plastic, and we installed a meth lab-looking scenario in the in the gallery. And it was interesting. She was looking up how you make meth so that we could get like the proper labels on the different things. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and that was neat. And and we had a whole dry ice idea that didn't work out because didn't realize that dry ice like needs to be uh, dry ice is tricky. You yeah. just stick you, it in wall places and things. You realize your boss and her company are totally on the government radar right now because of the <laughs> amount of stuff you looked up online yeah, to try that, to recreate a meth lab. She thought that might happen. It's funny because we had like sandbags that we made look like oh oh geez. Sodium, I can't remember, but we we just kept the sand in the same bags, and they're like in the yeah. in the shop. Yeah, well, we reused a lot of the containers. And that. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, yeah, and on the opening night, it wasn't open to the public, but on the opening night of the artwork, the artists were there, and then also the actors, yeah, of Breaking Bad were there. 
uh, Mr. Brian Cranston in the room. I, I believe it's Sir Brian Cranston. Sir Brian Cranston. OBE. <laughs> he was there. It was kind of cool to see his face. I just stayed away from them all. Right. You should so be people. like, I, I always want to, I always, with actors like that, I always want to go like, hey, aren't you the dad from Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> Ed actually performed with him. Right? Yeah. At Acme. Yeah, at Acme, he, he uh, guest hosted, like I was saying earlier, yeah. we had celebrity guest hosts. He was one of our guest hosts for our show. And uh, so, such a great guy. And so damn funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? He's he's a great comic actor. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, no, I was kind of serious about the Malcolm in the his, his timing is impeccable. He's a great dad. He, he, that <laughs> show was awesome. And yeah. he was really good in that show. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because every now and again, I'll, you know, in the middle of some horrible thing that he's doing on Breaking Bad, I'm like, that's the dad from Malcolm uh-huh. in the Middle. Because, yeah. But he he's such a great actor that he can hide that from people, too. Because it doesn't happen to you all the time when you're watching yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like, once in a while, you'll be like, Gotta keep reminding myself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but totally. he's he's such a great actor that he transcends those roles and and whatever he's working on, he makes it his own, mm-hmm. and he's brilliant at it. You know. Yeah. I'm, this is like going to be uh, the the subtext of the show is me bad mouthing my wife, not bad. <laughs> so we're watching Revolution, which has the Giancarlo Esposito in it, the mm-hmm. Gus, Gus Fring, and uh, and and Tish is like, he's totally different in this, <laughs> like his voice and everything, and I'm like. Yeah, that's kind of what acting is about. Yeah. you. I've seen him in other things, too, where he's completely, totally different. It's not like they hired Christopher Walken. Do, you know? <laughs> Just come in and do the Christopher Walken thing for a while. I feel so bad because Cranston did, like, the, um, the Cousin Eddie role in a National Lampoon's vacation. It may have been, like, National Lampoon's Thanksgiving vacation, mm, mm-hmm. which was, like, a directed DVD kind of thing. Right. But I think he played the cousin Eddie role, the uh, the Randy Quaid yeah, role. Yeah, sure. But look, double check that, and I do. Rem- I, I, he was nice. He was he was playing some kind of capacity in that in that you know that zany, just hilarious, and he he just owned it. Cranston's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I was, and I was afraid because the media was all up there and, and at, the, at the Breaking Bad event. at the Breaking Bad event. Yeah, like Carrie's like, oh, I'm just gonna kind of do my thing and make sure the the ice is steaming, the dry ice is steaming. And I'm <laughs> like, well, that's cooking. cool. And I'm enjoying the art, and I wanted to say hi to Brian, but after, like, losing 65 pounds and not seeing him for three years or yeah. four years, I'm like, he's not going to know who I am, yeah. you know? And then I didn't want to, like, interrupt, like, people, you know, interviewing him and stuff. So sure. I kind of just – I was kind of just like a wallflower. But, it, I right. mean, it, and now I was completely fine with that because the art was so awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I saw I hope from the event. They look great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it was only up for a week. Kind of sad. Yeah. Some cool stuff in there. Yeah. Well, you know, these fly-by-night meth labs. You go <laughs> the, in, meth, you go the meth lab that her and her company did was great. I mean, yeah. yeah. They, even down to the, like, the masks and stuff that they wear when they're cooking, mm-hmm. it was all replicated. Very it was cool. really awesome. And Carrie, that's not in your career the only show you've been involved with. You, uh, before this, even this current company, you uh, have worked with several different prop masters and made all manners of creature. Yeah. I, yeah. I know there's only, there's, you know, as we, as we talked about on the show before, from, from my line of work, you signed confidentiality agreements, so you can't say it necessarily everybody you've yeah, worked no, for or what you've done, but. Certain things. No, I won't be. I think it was like, uh, well, one was Home Depot, so that's yeah. not too exciting. I think it was the Hispanic <laughs> channel, too, so. Yeah. But that was an awesome creature that I got to work on. So, yeah, they were, they were awesome animals that I worked on for those. But the other ones are just, just a strange toy. Now, can you explain, you told me a story once about um, what people might not know, um, some like hardcore film people might know, but uh, you explained to me 
that monkeys in movies, or maybe specifically gorillas in movies. Like, there's, like, one guy who does that. Oh, yes. I think it's, what's his name? Alan. I can't remember, but... <laughs> no, he came, he came into our shop because he needed work done on his gorilla hands. Mm-hmm. And he was the gorilla that was in... Um, I think it's fine if I talk about these things. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> he he was in the gorilla that was in Trading Places. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not, you know, not the, the fake gorilla suit, but, the, like, mm-hmm. the real, quote-unquote. quote-unquote, real gorilla. Real gorilla. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on this show, air quotes are floop-floop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Floop-floop. <laughs> yes, floop-floop. Floop-floop. Yeah. I, my apologies. <laughs> yeah. The, didn't you, didn't you, you got didn't you exhaustively research us on our, on our wiki? We on the Shaky Town Radio wiki. Sorry. Memo. Um, yeah. This. But he, yeah, just, uh, he also, there was a Samsonite commercial that was real pop- yeah. popular and said he was the gorilla in that one. Yeah. And he had been doing gorilla work in LA for like 20 years, like yeah. the go-to guy. Like, I mean, I know there's that actor Andy Serkis and he's like a certain guy you go to for... Gollum. Well, yeah, but you go to him for certain voice Well, things, and the right? dude, well, you know, it's... It, uh, uh, well, he also does physical stuff too. But okay, yeah, he, yeah, he he did the motion capture for yeah. Gollum like I, well I think that's something contemporary audiences like would be savvy enough to know about. And, and it's it's funny because when you mentioned the William Shatner thing, mm. um, the the dude that the dude that was the little creature on the wing mm-hmm. is one of those guys that did like that sort of stuff. Yeah, so these specialties. Like, so I yeah. thought like if you he, want your gorilla, he was Alan's your man. Like, there was a certain type of uh, a certain type of like. Japanese uh, acting or oh, Kabuki. Wait, thank you. Yeah, I shouldn't have known that one. That's uh, Kabuki. Yeah, he yeah, was big, in there. Kabuki's huge on gorillas. Right. <laughs> huge. Well, he, the he gorilla, trained the, so the, much. The, he, I mean, he was also in uh, the movie Hook. He was Peter Pan's shadow. Huh? Yeah. Right, like, right. And he was just a great guy. Very cool. That's all movement. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. He's really, like, yeah. Yeah. Super got, got the movement down. Very cool. Now, there's visual arts, there's also music. Uh, Carrie, who we've, we've spoken about on the show many times, uh, her and Shaky Town regular Libby Ward and myself uh, performed together at The Smell over the summer as uh, Brody Foster Hubbard, the most powerful woman in the world. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it was a good uh, show. But, I mean, it's, it was not Carrie. Wow. Like, wow. I mean, it had wow. been a while, but it was not your first time up on stage. I mean, you did music in... Um, and in, in Lawrence, for sure, right? Yeah, I just get really scared. Great songs. <laughs> Hoping to play play one uh, at the end of the show. Why didn't tell me about that part? Well, you don't have to do it here live. We'll just, you know, oh, oh. recording. I mean, it. yes, I've got everything set up right over there. <laughs> you want me to get your guitar? I have a song about whales. Right. I'll get your guitar if you oh, want. It's, okay. it's all right. It's not a scary song about whales. Oh, yeah. Yep. Gary does have you. Well, do just have put ghost songs. in front of me. Anytime you mention the whale, just say ghost. Yeah, <laughs> ghost. Your songs have spoken about uh, violence and yeah, I do threats of, of homicide. And violence against whales. Violence against whales. I do have a scary song. Yeah. So, so anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Her music's great. really good. Thank you, Brody. But you're I kind of transitioning yours. out of that now. I guess. That's because, you know, you meet somebody and you're pretty happy and you don't have as many sad feelings you have to get out. And don't blame this on me, young lady. I just drain creatively. <laughs> just nothing. It's, nothing like, it's, 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 it's the creative uh, the creative equivalent of women weaken the legs. The women... Women weaken the legs. Oh, the, oh, oh, yeah, gotcha. Okay. The old... Uh, <laughs> Don't canoodle with ladies when you are an athlete. <laughs> <laughs>
You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. I'm Marie Collette, and you are listening to Shakytown Radio Hour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Mary Kobayashi, and you're listening to the Shakytown Radio Hour. No, I was booing him. I was booing his idea. <laughs> I was spookily booing his idea. Gene, you looked up Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah. His career arc is, it's a dream. It really is a dream. Okay. I don't know where to start. I honestly do not it's know. Something well, spooky. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this. Did he not do like a National Lampoon's Thanksgiving? I, 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 am, I am so, I haven't found it because okay. I am so distracted by the fact that he was on Chips. He was on Airwolf. He was on Hill Street Blues, The Return of the Six Million Dollar Man of the Bionic Woman. Now, mind, mind you, these are these are back to back to back. These are like this is like 83, 82, uh, 86, 87. Wow. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, there's I'm sure there's small parts, but but he is like the linchpin of of fabulous television and, and film. Jake and the Fat Man. Cranston's done some stuff. Matlock. I hope one day there's people doing a podcast going through my IMDb page yes. and someone's like, hey, wasn't he in the movie Freeze? <laughs> I'm going to remember that, Brody Foster Hubbard. Well, let's, let me, I'm going to remember that. Let me explain. You called his exercise program Jazzercise. I did call your exercise program <laughs> you Jazzercise. Well, because you didn't know what it, what it was. What it was like, what are you doing now? Jazzercise? Or, no. No. Not doing Crossfit. Zumba. 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 <laughs> um... I do want to talk about some of the projects you did. So what Frozen is, is it's a very high concept film. Uh, your friend Adam Green mm-hmm. is the auteur. Yes. Behind that. Writer, director. Yes. He also uh, had done Hatchet 2. He started, he, yeah. He, and he, Hatchet. Hatchet, yeah. yeah. He's in charge of that whole Hatchet franchise. Yeah. yeah. With Kane Hodder, who uh, people may mainly know as uh, Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. in some of the better of the Friday the 13th movies. Nerds know him as Jason Voorhees. Most people know him as Jason, the dude who kills people in the Friday right, the 13th right. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so Hatchet's kind of a... Um, modern take but on like a, in a traditional way of, of like the yeah it's a throwback to like the campy 80s horror films right, right. you know uh yeah kane hunter plays uh victor crowley who's uh, the the bad guy the psychopath in the woods and there's a whole story and i don't want to give any spoilers out no, especially no, no. if someone like hears this and goes you know what i want campy throwback to 80s horror movies that's what you should watch right hatchet one hatchet two and they just wrapped up hatchet three very cool so yeah now, Frozen, though, is a bit more high concept. Frozen, how it was called Freeze. Freeze. Right? <laughs> Frozen. Yes. No, Frozen, yes. Hi, uh, it's uh, kids that get stuck on a ski lift. And, uh, so it's open it, water, but in snow. Yes. That's actually someone reviewed that as such. Well, yes. <laughs> I, but, you know, I will say this for the movie. It will give you second thoughts about going uh, skiing and snowboarding because it'll get in your head. And that's where movies have to be awesome. And movies that get in your head are awesome. Um, the wolves, one of the reviewers when it first came out said that the wolves looked CGI'd and fake. They were real wolves, which <laughs> is a hilarious. And it came from a reputable, I will leave their name out, came from a reputable Hollywood review source, and they thought the wolves were fake. <laughs> and that's not true. So, but yes, it was. Well, maybe they were having an off day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. CGI, the wolf, it's not running to the left. I just feel like I'm phoning this one in. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, 
So horror movies, Halloween, season of horror movies. Uh, what are your favorite Halloween movies, Brody Foster? Hubbard? I think we, I mean, we've talked about this before. Halloween. Yeah, we know about that, Halloween 3. Awesome. Because of the masks being creepy and cockroaches mm-hmm. crawling out of them. Um, yeah, it's not. It's a, it's a non-Michael Myers Halloween. It's which to me, who saw the original Halloween, was like a no. This no, this is not a good movie because mm-hmm. it was one of those. So you were doing what? <laughs> they're evil. They're evil druids who want to put masks on people. What? Have you seen that one? Oh yeah, I've seen them all. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler them. alert for anyone. <laughs> but, but like, I've really gotten in the last couple of years. I really got into uh, Behind the Mask. Rise and fall of Leslie Vernon. Mm-hmm. Rise and fall, or just the rise? The rise. I, I spoiler. There's a fall. Is there a fall? <laughs> or is there? Uh oh. The end? Question mark. <laughs> so, uh, I like Devil's. I House of a Thousand Corpses. I didn't like, but I love Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, I watched. I watched both of those on on the auntie on the internet. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it. I probably would have more of a strong opinion about either of those movies yeah. if I'd seen them in the theater. I like the paranormal activities, like the stuff that could be based off of actual hauntings. They freak me the hell out. Yeah. Like uh, Insidious, James Wan's Insidious was awesome. I, I, and, and a lot of people disagree with me. I, I loved it. Um, and I will stand by the remake of Amityville Horror. A lot of people will look down at me and go, you suck for saying that. And the, and the first one was awesome. But I don't know. It was I, Ryan Reynolds pulled off the the Lutz character and and got Psycho on it, and mm-hmm. I was I, I was all in. I yeah. enjoyed that, and they used new scare tactics. Mm-hmm. New scare tactics too, like the you know the the shots of like the doorways, and then you know people be inside the doorway, and you see that from the camera, and then all of a sudden someone walks past the doorway, and then they play that. Ch-chunk! Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, scares you. <laughs> See, but that pisses me off. That I, I, I've come to realize as I've gotten older that that horseshit is horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> is, it's like, that's startly movies. You know, it's it's like... It gets my adrenaline going, though, still. Yeah, it, yeah. And, and, like, what was it? I think Paranormal Activity, the first time I saw that, I couldn't breathe. Mm. Like, like, halfway through, I'm just like... <sighs> And I realized because I was so stressed out the mm, way it was set right. up with the cameras and everything, and and what did that guy made out right? I forget who directed and wrote that, but yeah. what he spent like a couple thousand dollars, right, right. eight hundred bucks, yeah, and then reaped eight hundred million, something right. like that. Yeah. Seven hundred fifty was like craft services. Yeah. Zoom in more hamburgers, right? <laughs> but that's all. I, I love that about film that someone can come up with an idea like yeah. that, and he and he hit it. Yeah, he hit it. Yeah, you know, I, I yeah, Paranormal Activity was probably the most modern day horror movie that i've seen that really freaks me out yeah yeah what about you carrie i have not seen any of those movies which ones have you seen that you like i've not seen any of those you don't watch horror movies my name's carrie krueger i I, I, (laughs) watched insidious together nope really yeah it never happened you did have me watch that remember that movie that made me cry at the end and it was dumb but it was those little creatures that lived in the walls and they wanted teeth Oh yeah, what was that? Is that people underneath the stairs? Chompers. Something like that. West- I don't know. It was, it was. I recognized it as being silly. It still made me cry. I was so scared at the end. What about the the Freddy Krueger movies? Because you had to watch them since nope. you guys shared. I have surname. not watched one of those movies. Not a one. I know. What? I really. Have we one. have Freddy Krueger claw hangings outside our own right. apartment well, door. My dad's name's Fred Krueger. I know. That's awesome. You want to announce that again and make it official? My dad's name's Fred Krueger. Her dad's name. 
and I have never it's seen Frank one of the Kruger. movies. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, that's just we're gonna scary movie. Life is scary enough. I don't know if you need to watch it on the TV. <laughs> we watched Poltergeist. Some creepy things around here. Oh, totally. I just found a dead shark on the sidewalk the other day. <laughs> just, what? What? I sent a picture to you. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, just we watched Poltergeist last year. I, I got, can I tell this story? Sure. Oh, <laughs> there's that part in Poltergeist where uh, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's from the that movie that uh, came out in 1982? Um, oh. This is the first time I was. Oh yeah, yeah. Me. What's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Deborah Joe. Deborah Joe Wilson. No, Deborah no, no. Joe. Hang on, hang on. Deborah Joe Rapp of the Coach. Coach. Show? It's you know, Coach and. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I do totally. Why know. am I missing this? Oh, know. this this makes me feel horrible. <laughs> All I know is. Uh, anyway, the name excuses me, but there's a part where like she's like like crying outside of Carol Ann's door in Poltergeist, and it's Deborah Joe something. Yeah, look that up, because that's going to make me feel horrible. Um, anyhow, she's, she's like praying or crying and something, and there's music going on, and all of a sudden she opens the door, and you hear the like the poltergeist from inside go, like really loud. Yeah. And I, I mean, if you've seen the film, you know that part's coming up, because it was Joe awesome. Joe Beth Williams. Joe Beth Williams, who was I saying? Uh, Deborah Joe Rock. Deborah Joe Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I apologize. Joanne Worley. Same, same thing. I am, in a, I am in the wrong profession. I should just, <laughs> yeah, I should do podcasts. It's Brian Cranston. Or, yeah, it's Brian Cranston. Um, and no, anyway, so Joe Beth Williams, yeah, she opens the door and it's like, Bruh! so I knew this part's coming up and I kind of, I started moving my hand towards Carrie's leg while we're sitting on the couch and I, I just kind of was grazing it at the point and I knew it was coming up and the, she opens the door and you hear that horrible noise of the post going, and I grabbed Carrie's leg, and she literally had about three feet of air between her ass and the couch. She got up there, and I, it was like my proudest moment. I'm like, oh, my God, I totally got her, until she started crying. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I felt horrible. I legitimately, I, I, you, you, you had a good week being mad about that. Yeah. I but was then strange. then you dressed up as uh, Carrie Ann for Halloween. Well, that's why we were yes. watching Poltergeist, because he really wanted to dress up as Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah, Zelda Rubenstein. Yes, he really wanted to dress up as a this small This house is clean. Uh-huh. He yeah, still says awesome. that every time we clean the house. This house is clean. <laughs> sweet so I dressed up last last year with Zelda Rubenstein, and, and, and Carrie was Carol Ann. She I had, was really angry. I just didn't, you got me, though. I can look back on that and accept that. <laughs> That was a good our, our outfits were awesome, and I'm glad we watched it. We need to know. I, I, the only thing I, you know, I, I see, I saw that movie in the theater, and I saw, probably saw it like half a dozen times because that was the time when the theater was two screens. So I would go watch the same movie over and over again. Uh, the part that I always remember is the uh, the rotten meat. Oh yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, I cannot stand it. Wait, does his face fall the, off? Yeah. That and the steak. The stop action uh, steak. Yeah, the maggot steak. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Blah. No, Poltergeist is probably one of my all-time favorite horror films. But, but my absolute favorite horror film, um, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. That, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the few films that actually scared me, like, scared me, like, it gets in your head. Yeah, yeah. Like, later on, I was like, ugh. <laughs> oh, that's just that's really creepy. I don't you like. Had to I mean, take a shower after that. It's one. scary. It's I mean, it's there's frightening stuff in it. People get murdered and there's Say the name again. Prince of Darkness. It's got it's got the dude from Simon and Simon. In yeah, it. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Jameson Parker. You, when you see a good movie that affects you like that, you're like, oh god, I just need a, just need a moment alone. Or yeah. like, oh god, I need to take a shower. Feel disgusting. Yeah. That's an awesome film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. when that hits you, that's an yeah. awesome film. Yeah. But Prince of Darkness, my number one pick. 
for, Very cool. for it's scary on on every level. Yeah, it's frightening, it's startling, and then there's like the thinking part where you're like, oh, yeah, that's icky. Yeah. Like what lies beneath? Did any of you guys see that one? Is that Harrison Ford? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I think that counts as creepy. Your favorite movie is What Lies Beneath. That's a scary one. It's is good. it scary or is it suspense? Oh, it could be that. Um, it's ghost story. It's oh, it both. Ghost. But um, it is one of those, like, she's looking in the tub. And then oh, yeah. somebody else is looking in the tub. Yeah. Who's that person? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy what lies beneath as well. <laughs> and, and again, those new scare tactics. I know what you're talking about. Usually, I don't think those are new scare yeah, tactics. Yeah, I think so. No, it's when they, when they start literally in horror. <laughs> the like, J- Japanese horror stuff, I think, was the... Is that what it was? Yeah, I the think... Ring. Like the ring? The ring. Oh. Things on the ceiling. Oh. Things well, wait, going by. Are, if you're talking about surprises, like jumping out. That's... I'm thinking of this new round of, of stuff, like people walking by doorways. Doorways, and right. Like yeah, and like also old school, old school surprises are like... Stuff falling out of closets and yeah. cats coming out of their trash right. cans. And like the, the classic, and it, like what you're talking about with the bathtub or whatever, like looking down into the sink and washing your face and then you yeah. look up and they're, you know, they're looking in the mirror and then they wash their face again <laughs> the and then they look up and there's someone in the background like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. That one gets me every time. Oh yeah, it's scary. New scare tactics. Now Carrie, uh, <laughs> not necessarily a horror tactics. film F- F- uh, aficionado. Aficionado. I look to Gene for pronunciation. Sure. Sometimes. Um, but why wouldn't of, you? Must have liked trick or treating and stuff as a kid. Yeah. What kind of? Where's that candy? came out? Well, yeah. What's like, that? Huh? Did you say that came out of nowhere? Yes. What? It's the Halloween <laughs> show. Okay, you're right. Trick or treating. <laughs> Halloween. This is <laughs> this is how rehearsals went, by the way, for the band. <laughs> Oh, wow. now, now her comments make sense. <laughs> <laughs> trick or treating was awesome. I don't know. I forget if I've even told you that I kept trick or treating until I was twenty four years old. Until I finally we were talking about this because Carrie and Ed and I and uh, a couple other. But you have a youth from glow. How old are you now? We got we got together. Twenty nine. Yeah, it's uh, we got together for pumpkin carving and we were sharing. Yeah, trick or treating. Yeah, I trick or. Oh God, I still wish I could. And yeah. Finally, like I guess I might have been twenty six. You were twenty. <laughs> you, you were still trick or treating at twenty six. Might have been twenty four. I don't know, but I remember I was like, oh, I just have to stop because it's not for me. Those years, she was at kind that of point. You can actually buy just rush, buy candy. Yeah. But yeah. it's so much fun was. to dress up at but night. You can go to parties and dress up and. Run. She does. She does. Yeah, See, the only problem is, is that when you're twenty six and you're playing dress up and running around at night through the neighborhood, that constitutes going to prison. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're in Detroit. No jury, no jury would convict. You can't <laughs> run around in costume at night and go knock on random people's doors and ask for candy. That can. doesn't. Nothing just... like that is similar in the adult world. Yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> I mean, for candy, you love candy. You, candy, I like candy. I, yeah, I made him go to the co- uh, the costume shop with me and ended up buying him Nerds Fun oh, Bit. Yeah, I got oh yeah, Nerds. Which one? Gone and like. Couple days. One right up the street here. What is it? Party uh, City. Party City. Okay. Ah. Yeah, we walked there. Because there's lots of good costumes. He didn't feel like walking, yeah. but I got him some candy. Because have you seen me. the candy section in Party City? <laughs> no, I've it's not. like Willy Wonka put a little part of his shop in the middle of like a crappy costume shop. That's right. Fantastic. This may be the greatest thing about Party City is their candy aisle. You can pick out one too. You don't have to buy a whole box. You don't have to buy a whole box. No. Nice. What do you want? Some Starburst? Some Nounlaters? Pick out your favorite flavor. Just grab a fistful. It's great. <laughs> it's great. 
What, what, but he, just, somebody... he really ripped through those nerds and oh, it for somebody to yeah. make fun of me. For and they were like, it was like the like the movie when you go to the movies, like that size box. Mm. Mm. I ripped through a box of nerds. Movie size. Fun, fun, fun dip. Yeah. The, oh yeah. The and you know what? I behaved myself. I could have taken down that whole pack of fun he dip. Did. He saved it. I saved one lickum stick <laughs> and half the fun dip love. across the board. Love. Yeah. You know it's true love, man. <laughs> I this this is my confession with the the and we I don't know if we've talked about this in the show really important it's a crucial part of my my childhood uh, did not know those sticks were for dipping in the fun dip what the hell did you do ate them. <laughs> what did you do just ate them oh you just straight just out. ate those okay here's the candy thing that I eat and then I have the powder okay so now now I'm interested I'm so, I, I I'm buying in what would you do first would you eat the lickum sticks. I love that they're called lickum sticks. Yeah, and, and I never got horrible. the. I never got the. But, but I never got the connection that you're supposed to lick them and then and then dip, dip them in the fun. What would you go for first? Yeah, would you go for the, no, probably the, the candy if I recall. Like because would, because then I would be left with the powder. Right. So just eat the candy so part the candy and then, part. And then the, the powder left. So I think like, because the pixie sticks are just powder in, yeah. a, in a straw. Right. This is just square form. So you're like, I was introduced to those first. Oh, so gee, Like, you never experienced... pointless. You didn't get the experience. No, it seems like extra work. It seemed extra pointless. But the lickum stick is yeah, a glorious and thing. The burp and the, and I bet that's made out of horse bones, huh? Probably. Lickum like sticks? Yeah. Chalk. Yeah. Flavored chalk. Flavored chalk. And Probably horse, horse bones. bones. Yeah, horse <laughs> bones. Like to go for some horse bones. Speaking of horse bones, we're about that part of the show where we have to wrap up. I don't know what horse, horse bones are. Horse bones? What? Um, this is either the funnest interview I've given in a long time, or <laughs> this is just going to sound horrible. I don't know, but it, I'm excited. It's it's Halloween. Anything could happen. It could. It's Halloween. Let's, sure you... let's go get some bags of... No, I'm joking. Poop? Uh, what? Send them on fire? Tricks or treats? <laughs> uh, old school treat tricks? Tricks, yeah. yeah. That's like, yeah. I think for Halloween, most of us are uh, handing out candy to the little kids. Right? And toilet paper. And we will be yes. actually taking uh, our children, our, our older children, child, yeah, uh, to do some trick-or-treating. Very cool. That'd be fun. Canada candy. Carrie will candy. probably be joining you because she's 29 and she likes to trick-or-treat. No, I gave it up. You gave it up? Yeah. Well, you, then, you gotta impregnate me. Oh my god. Where did this show just go to? Well, that's the worst trick. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah, unfortunately, this is an audio only podcast, yeah. so. Let's. We'll just save that for the bonus video. Anyhow, we're gonna go trick or treating But, Ed, I hope you'll join us sometime again for the podcast. I would love to. Thank you for having me. And, Carrie? Yeah, that went by super fast. Yeah. I hope you join us as well. Yeah. If there's yeah. Like, if there's like a baby Humble issue down the line. Because I impregnated you. You guys would be... It's kind of a race between you two and Lizelle and J.P. Spaulding to see who is the first Shaky Town baby. Mm. Shaky Town baby. It's not like they're going to do it on the show. <laughs> well, that would be great. And it's not like we're responsible. We're I think, not. I think, I think, right yeah, we're, 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 we're not even... <laughs> no, that's yeah. scary. No. What we could do is book J.P. and Lizelle <laughs> and Ed and Carrie, and we could record the episode in... I, in it, wait, hear me out. In, in an elevator. Okay. There you go. I L- think we L- all know elevator? what happens next. This is what where did this show go? Someone has a baby. I just want to bring Someone, it back to Brian to Cranston is an awesome actor. He's an awesome creepy. actor. Is he as good an actor as John Larroquette delivering a baby in that elevator in Night Court? Uh, Larroquette's pretty good. And, wow. and I remember that episode too. And Larroquette did the narration for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, he did. Did he? 
He did. Yes, he did. He did. I'm going to feel bad if I'm just believing you because you're handsome with a beard. Thank but you. I think you're right. I am right. Uh, and I, was, I, I, I think that's where we should leave the show. Brody's right. <laughs> I'm handsome Wait. with a beard. Good night. My idea is that we have we do a Kickstarter <laughs> campaign to to buy a love nest for 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 our guests for our guests so they can, oh, they can impregnate. Have we had any other romantic <laughs> Look, guests? We we don't even have a date oh. thanks for a Beth, wedding. Beth Grant and her husband. What is going What's on? That? Beth Grant and her husband. Beth Grant Terry's and her husband. Got baby fever. Really talk. Brody and Gene are all talking about buying love nests. I'm out of beer. We should end the show. And hanging from the end of the podcast <laughs> was a bloody hook. So on that note, I am Brody Foster Hubbard. And I am Gene George. Babies are scary. I'm Ed Ackerman. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy Halloween, y'all. Yes! I bought a plastic and-